What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Women in Worship podcast with Bethany and Lee. This is Bethany, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear what we have in store for you today. Here at Women in Worship, we have an incredible lead team that helps us put together all the behind the scenes goodness from retreats to socials to the website to everything in between. And so today we're going to hear from our very own Holly Salazar. Holly is a native Nashvillian um, that we love to pieces. She has an incredible story. She is now a part of the Bethel Music family, and we couldn't be more proud of her. And we're so thankful that she helps us with all things um, creatively to administrative to you name it. Holly is a switchblade for it. Today, we're going to share a part of her story that's really near and dear to my heart because it's really part of my story. Um, If you've been waiting for a miracle, if you are asking God to do something bigger in your life than you could ever do on your own, today is the day. Holly shares her story of praying for a child and walking through the frustration and the devastation and really the redemption. And we cannot wait for you to be encouraged. Stick around at the end. We're going to pray for you. And we hope and trust that you are going to be encouraged today on the Women in Worship podcast. Here it is, Holly Salazar. Holly, we are so glad you're here. What's up? I am so excited. I have so much coffee. I'm ready. I love it. Holly, y'all, Holly's gotten into this new tea situation. Share Give the people all the tea knowledge for the tea drinkers. Oh, I will spill that tea. Um, oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah, so this is a black mango tea that I am drinking currently. It's my new addiction. I'm still addicted to coffee. Don't worry, people. Holly What's the brand? Coffee. What's the um, brand? I actually don't know. Hold on. Let me check my Amazon account. You can find it on Amazon. Oh, that's even better. We'll put it in the we'll put it in the show notes. We'll give everybody the link. Yes. To the mango black tea. Maybe they'll give me a discount. That'd be great. It's called Harney and Sons Mango Black. Harney and Yes. I love that. I think they also make tea that come in the tins. They like, do. Okay, yeah. Yeah. We have one at the church, and I forget. It's some kind of orange spice situation, but it smells Ooh. like Christmas in a cup. That's amazing. Christmas in a cup. Okay. Well, hey, we wanted to have Holly Salazar on today, who is a part of our lead team here at Women in Worship. Um, does all things, not just administrative, but she's an incredible like thinker and business thinker <laughs> and honestly, big picture thinker, which is in, important to have around you. So maybe you can identify people like that on your team. Uh, if you're listening, that are those, those overall thinkers. That's kind of what Holly is gifted at here with us. But she also has an incredible story and life here in the last, what, Holly, three or four years has been an incredible journey of faith and trust and honestly, a little bit of doubt, a little bit of frustration. And so as we were just talking through the podcast, we asked Holly, hey, would you be willing to share some or all of your story 
just to encourage people, if you're waiting on God to do something incredible in your life, or even if you are walking or on the brink of walking through transition within ministry and what that looks like, because those are two huge things that as women, we find ourselves in probably regularly, if we were (laughs) honest. And so, Holly, if you wouldn't mind, just before we get started with all of that, just tell us who you are, give us a little background, and then let's just roll straight into just part of your story, if that's all right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But yes, I'm Holly Salazar. Uh, I am in Nashville, Tennessee. Gosh, this is year 13, but I've lived here and worked here in the music industry a uh, little bit different of a background than a lot of the Wind Worship lead team, but kind of like it that way. So, yes, um, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, but yeah, man, 13 years ago, started working in the music industry of 18, uh, worked for a publishing management company that had Garth Brooks and the band Perry. Um, we had some Lady Annabellum stuff, so really got thrown in pretty deep into the music industry at a very young age, went on to work at other publishing companies, uh, ended up working at BMI, which is a very large performance rights organization in the U.S., and recently transitioned into working for Bethel Music, and I head up all the financing, royalty accounting things, Uh, so kind of the brain behind everything on the back end with admin things, so yeah. that and you know just really became a mom recently which we'll dive into that whole world yeah uh, so that's that's the new that's that's the newest thing is being a mom wife transitioning into the Bethel world and ministry and then um help my husband run a business as well so all the things I love it I love it so <laughs> so Holly you and Joey have been married for how long almost 10 years, almost 10 years. And so what just an incredible part of Holly's story a lot like mine. And we're really huge kindreds in this, in this sense of Mm -hmm. waiting for children and asking the Lord and waiting and feeling like we're praying, but not a whole lot's happening. (laughs) So if just tell us, share us a little bit of your journey, if you don't mind, with with that part of waiting and asking God for things. I mean, being faithful, sitting where you are, and then realizing I'm constantly praying for this one thing and feel like I'm, I'm getting shut doors everywhere. Yeah. So I think, gosh, for me, everything in life was going very well, and we were not planning to have kids anytime soon like I wanted kids but I always thought in my head like oh when I'm 30 right not like when I'm 24 or 25 like all of our friends were having kids and I'm like I'm good for a while I'm over here really heavily invested in my career and Joey's in his career and yes he wants kids more than I do but like he's (laughs) he's happy to wait because his wife's over here like traveling quite a bit for work and the industry and things and So I guess, gosh, four years ago, um, I was flying back from speaking at a worship conference, and I did some music industry stuff there. Um, But I was flying back, and I was, like, in random weird pains. Um, Didn't really know why. Right. And just 
every so often would have like pains like stomach pains or like I guess right where your ovaries are I don't really know how to describe it yeah. any other way yeah. than that so we'll probably just get real deep and raw in this conversation and it'll be <laughs> great but uh, perfect um, perfect so yeah it was just it was a very weird thing that I had never experienced before lots of doctor's appointments couldn't figure out what was wrong thought I had appendicitis appendix looked great <laughs> wasn't that Right. And it would just come and go. And so finally, I had a gynecologist say, like, I think you have endometriosis, but you're so young and it, you've never had that. We don't know, really. The only way to figure out and confirm that is if you have, like, laparoscopic exploratory surgery. So um, I did that. And lo and behold, I had endo. But right. it was very early stages. Like there's stage one to four. I have friends that have dealt with it for years and have stage four. Mm -hmm. uh, I had stage one, but it was just growing on nerves that were causing me to have those pains. So with endo, that kind of puts kids on your radar if you were wanting to have them uh, because it's a disease that's really incurable right. um, other than have surgeries continuously if you have issues. So um, weren't really planning to have kids at that time. You know, that was four years ago. I was like, yeah, um, let's kind of avoid that situation for a few more years. Well, just over the time we ended up having another endo surgery to the point where it was like, okay, now we have to get serious. Cause like we may or may not be able to have kids. So, right. um, two endo surgeries, um, really just started trying to have kids and kept having miscarriage after miscarriage. I, I think, I know we had four, could have been more that we just maybe didn't catch or know about. So that was kind of a bit of a heartbreaking low season in the middle of my career was doing really well. Joey's career was doing really, like life was great minus this. And that kind of just puts, I think, a hole in your heart in a way because yeah. we weren't like we wanted to have kids, but at the same time, it was like we weren't pushing it. You know, we kind of just stepped into it really with a faith mindset that like we know this is going to happen. Right. Um, we just really don't know when and we're just trusting the Lord that it's in his timing. And, you know, I'm getting closer to 30 in the meantime. And I'd said, oh, 30, I'm going to have kids. So, right. It was just kind of, you know, the Lord's timing with that, transitioning out of being super deep into the music industry and into more the ministry world. Um, transitioning into Bethel was a huge part of that. Uh, yeah. We'll get to that point, I think, in the conversation. But yeah, so it was just several years of surgeries and healing and trying to have kids and having miscarriages. And what felt like it was just like throwing money to doctor's appointments and yet there's nothing wrong with me. Like I, we don't have in like it's infertility, but not necessarily like hormone issues or anything like that. It's just like, well, it's going to happen eventually because we can't find anything wrong, right. um, which makes you want to punch a wall. You know, that's very yeah. frustrating because you don't have an answer other than right. we have to wait and be faithful in this time. And I am not a patient person. <laughs> so the Lord taught me a lot during that season. Um you know, we've always had a really good marriage, but it brought us a lot closer in yeah. that season. Um, I think, you know, it's like walking through fire, but God's with you the entire time and right. really expands your territory. Um, and in those four years, I mean, I came into women in worship and, 
you know, we just kind of have evolved in four years. Um, right. We've, we, you know, we have CNC groups now. Uh, we do more in-person events and prayer and conferencing. Well, I guess we won't use the word conferencing. We'll, st- we'll just call it events. <laughs> prayer yes. events. But, yes. Uh, yeah, not to necessarily label it. But um, we, yeah, so it was just four years of craziness and kind of chaos and heartbreak, you know, month after month. And then we would heal. And, and you know, a miscarriage would happen. We would heal. So I had surgery in February of 2021, um, really just to go get everything looked at again, checked, make sure everything was clean. Um, we had had a miscarriage on my birthday, which is, you know, December 22nd, right before Christmas. So it was December miscarriage, February surgery, um, just to see what would happen again. And in that time, I think one week after surgery, we were, I was leading a CNC group with Lee and we were actually praying for another girl to get pregnant who she had been trying to get pregnant for years. And um, in the middle of that CNC call, yet another woman on the call ended up getting healed of endometriosis. Mm. Um, and we were on Zoom, which was amazing. You know, God will move anywhere. That's um, right. But we were on a Zoom call. And really just a group of faith-filled women, very prophetic women. And um, yeah, so we had a healing on the call and that was amazing. And I remember getting off of that call and we jumped on like a lead team FaceTime, just in excitement about what had happened, just to share the news. And Bethany actually just called me out and Bethany says, well, you better receive that too, because you're going to get pregnant soon. Like, I, like we all believe it. Like we know that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, like we just agreed and I, like I did receive that. And sure enough, a few weeks later, we found out that we were pregnant and, you know, this time it really, it took, you know, there, we went through the process of like, there was a heartbeat and everything. So uh, it, it had progressed. It was definitely a time of prayer you know, what's really funny about that is I was speaking in Pennsylvania at that same conference again. This was three years later from the first conference where I'd flown home and then found out I was having issues and endometriosis. So I was speaking at that same conference and we flew back home and I was like so tired and I couldn't figure I'm like, great. Do I have COVID? Like, like, did I get sick at this conference? We're recovering from surgery. Like I had just had surgery a few weeks before that, you know, here it is the end of March flying home from this conference. And like within 48 hours, we found out we were pregnant. So it was kind of like the Lord redeeming that time, which we had been praying for, you know, like in this season, we were praying for like Joel 2 and Psalm 2 mixed with Acts 2, you know, like yeah. God can do any miracle, but that's the season we're in, not just our life, but a very prophetic season for everyone. Um, yeah. And just, you know, ministry, Christianity, women worship in general. So it, the Lord really does redeem and restore. And we're just such a testimony <laughs> to that. It's a huge I, part of, I can't, you know, I can't story. like, so, um, okay. Well, first of all, I got the honor to walk with you through all of this and I've not yeah. put together 
the redemption portion of I was at the same conference the next time came back and I was I realized I was pregnant yeah I literally so this is not about me but have a a different kind of story and struggle but same we found out we Mm -hmm. were pregnant at Christmas we found that it didn't take by end of January Mm -hmm. first of February I had cancer went through two years of whatever and found out the same time two years following that I was pregnant, Amazing. Um, walking in and doing the same thing, which just shows you that God not only redeems, but he buys back that time. Oh, so like absolutely. A hundredfold. The, 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 the redemption part is that you, you got to, to be a part of the one thing that you thought was, was not mm-hmm. in the cards for you, but the buying back of the time says, no, no, no. Um, we're doing it the same, same spot, same thing. It's just gonna, we're just gonna, it's not a start over, but it's like start new, but I want Mm -hmm. you to remember this marker. And it's just like the Israelites every time, you know, it's why we sing the song here. I raise my Ebenezer, my Ebenezer, that mark in the ground that says, Hey, I'm, I'm here. You're here. I see you. I want to remember that. I literally want to take a lap right now, Holly. <laughs> Let's go. Heidi. Uh, yeah. So that's, all of, that's amazing. All of that to say today, if you are listening and you are praying and asking God for a miracle of sorts, specifically children, yes. Like, let's just speak into it because we believe yeah. that this generation needs people to stand up and agree with one another that there are people and children to come that are going to carry the gospel mission forward. So Holly and I are just extending our hands and our hearts to you right now. If you're listening saying this is not just her story or my story, this can also be your story. Yeah. So it's definitely yours to receive as well. So you gave um, specific scriptures. You said Joel and Acts. Joel 2, Acts 2, Psalm 2 uh, okay. were things that we were praying. Um, you know, just really that the Lord would redeem the time that was lost. Yeah. You know, it felt like we were losing ground every time that we would have a miscarriage. It's It's very disheartening you know, when you're going through that. And I know so many friends who have walked through things even worse than we have while trying to have children. So, um, you know, everybody has a story in a a different situation, but, you know, whether the Lord redeems that with your own children or through adoption or fostering, you know, he does, he sees, he knows. Yep. You know, and I think it's different for everyone. You know, I think we, you know, adoption isn't necessarily out of our window after walking through that. It's, it might be the next layer of things for us just because we had looked at it so much. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see as we just continue, you know, on this journey now that, you know, we have a son now. Um, So Gabe was born December 15th of 2021 and Mm. my birthday is the 22nd. So, he came the seven days before my 31st birthday. So also having said I would have a kid at 30, I had a kid at 30. <laughs> like, won't he do it? He's a, he's a God of the last, the last minute God sometimes, the midnight hour, but. 
But there we were, seven days before I turned 31. So I'm telling you, you, do it. I I love it. And I here's why we tell stories like this. And here's how here's why we remember stories like this. Like from here until forever. It's because it builds your faith. Because the reality check mm-hmm. is I walked with you in this, Holly, and I have walked through yeah. this. And so before we jumped on the call, we were having a conversation about how this new season of not just women in worship, but the the church in general mm-hmm. has got to begin to have honest and raw and open conversation so that we can't just process, but we can walk through things together. And yeah. the reality is, is while we want to say we're here to build your faith and we are the, the, the gut wrenching part of if you're walking through the middle of this right now is that, it can feel like that's a story for them and not me. And it can yeah. feel like I'm praying and he's not listening because I remember praying so many nights at home thinking, and I remember specifically telling Lee one night, God knows where to find me. I've been praying. Mm-hmm. So it's his turn, which is a stinky bratty attitude, first of all, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a, honest picture of where we can allow ourselves to get when we miss the piece of community and God's word because there were definitely days where you were sour at our house we call sour grapes there are definitely days when you were sour grapes (laughs) yes I was not the finest wine for (laughs) certain parts of the season (laughs) there was some sour grape action going on there that's for sure that's funny. Bethany and I have very real, raw conversations <laughs> pretty regularly now. We uh, frighten people we, a lot of times. We do. I can't believe but, they know, gave us the reins for our own podcast right now. Right? Lee's probably regretting this already. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. Just all that to say, in a nutshell, you know, we're here for you as well. And that's that's the great part behind the heart of women in worship is just real honest conversations and connection and we're all yeah. going through life together and you know there are amazing seasons and there are not so great seasons and there are health seasons and you know I feel like the church as much as it's hard to, to see this sometimes there's a harvest season coming for a lot of people yep and there's a lot of people who have been sowing seed on good soil and they've just yet to receive that harvest but it is coming keep walking in faith you know I think yeah. towards the end when it gets the hardest that's usually when you're close to a breakthrough yeah. um just maybe that's just my life but about the time I'm ready to throw in the towel the Lord's like maybe you should just wait a couple more weeks <laughs> like yes you know yeah. go take a nap and hang on for a little bit and it's gonna be okay you know just keep yeah. praying through it. So I, I just see that for a lot of people and our community, you know, harvest is coming on the backside of all the things we've all walked through in the last couple of years, even though if you look at the world right now, it might not look like it. So that's right. But it's, it's every time God is doing something or preparing us for something, it always is going to look that way because yeah. we're sitting, we're standing in the middle of the forest and he's looking out over the trees. Like he yep. sees what is coming and we're, we're not walking blindly. It's not, sometimes it feels super, if you remember the, um, 
what is it? The fairy tale Hansel and Gretel, where there was the <clears throat> the breadcrumb path. Like mm-hmm. God's not just trying to grow your faith with breadcrumbs. Like Jesus yeah. is the bread of life. He has given yeah. you everything that you need and that I need to be able to not just live, but be sustained and thrive in the middle of the waiting, in the middle of the mess, in the middle of whatever you're walking through. And so it's interesting if you take the this miracle story and zoom out just a little bit and think, gosh, this is applicable to our entire faith journey. You, it wasn't just because you were a part of women in worship. God was going to do a miracle in your life, no matter what, because Gabe was meant to be here on earth. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. fact that you were faithful in community, because that's what he calls us to as believers, opened up a door for this to happen. And we've been just so amazed, not amazed, like we can't believe he would do it, but we can't believe he would choose us to facilitate right. miracles in people's lives constantly right now just to hear mm-hmm. maybe healings but also like relationships restored and um god just continuing to buy back that's just what he wants to do in the body of christ absolutely yeah i you know one one year is nothing to him 10 years is nothing you know he's he's a god of endless ability and endless time so yeah. you know i think we struggle for a really long time I and mean, it seems like eternity for us and it's nothing. You yeah. know, he can flip the switch in a second. So, you yeah. know, I, I think in that time we just really learned, you know, what faithfulness looks like yeah. and what it is to really just cling on to hope in Absolutely. a time where it doesn't look like so hopeful, you know? So, yeah. um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been a journey no doubt but it's taught us a lot um it's helped transition into bethel in strange but honest ways yeah. um i'm sure it's helped for women to worship stuff too so yeah welcome to my life <laughs> well hey here's what i want to do i want to say to everybody that is hearing our voices right now don't let this be like uh, name it and claim it. Our pastor's been saying blab it and grab it. And I think that's amazing and I love it. Uh, but don't let this be a, a, a blab it and grab it thing right here. Let it be something that builds your faith today. But if you're asking God for a miracle, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's already come in the person of Jesus. Mm-hmm. you're waiting for that miracle to continue to be worked out in your life. And God's going to do something incredible. So let me pray for us. And I want to, I want to end this with prayer because I think it's so powerful. Don't, don't press stop right here. Lean into the prayer. Let us cover you today with God's word. And, um, and that's it. Let's do it. God, yeah. thank you so much just for you. God, for Jesus. Thank you for what you want to do in our lives. Thank you for what you're continuing to do in our life. And God, we're declaring and decreeing today that miracles are on the way for our friends listening right now. Miracles of children and of restoration and of healings, God, of hope. God, thank you for the miracle and the person of Jesus Christ. Thank you that you would give us access to him and you through relationship by the Holy Spirit. And thank you, God, that the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in us. 
So Mm -hmm. while we wait, God, while we hope and while God, sometimes we completely just fail or we're just asking that you would cover it, cover each and every one of us with your kindness that leads us to repentance, God, with your blood and with your hope. And God, we specifically pray for anyone right now listening that feels hopeless. God, that feels like something they've done in their life has caused them to fail and to be at this point. God, I, I, I we continue to pray for those who feel punished, who feel forgotten, and who feel lonely. God, and we just ask that you would step in right where they are, being next to them in that car right now, in their kitchen, whatever they're doing, Lord, and just meet them right there in that place. You can because you're a good God that wants relationship with us. Thank you, God, that you love us. Thank you, God, that you are good. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love it. Hey, thanks, Holly. Hey, it's my pleasure. Open book. Open book. Hey, we're coming back next next time with you, and I want to talk through transition. Sound good? Sounds good. Awesome. Thanks, girl. Bye. Y'all, I cannot even describe what happened when we had this conversation. I know without a shadow of a doubt, someone today that was listening was healed and your miracle is on the way. We don't just, like we said, we don't just name it and claim it. We really believe with all of our hearts that God wants us to open ourselves to things that only He can do because that's the God that we serve. He wants to supply all of our needs, all of our desires. And as we focus on Him and trust His will, His word, and His ways, we can know that anything is possible. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening today. We hope that you will give us just a few seconds of your time to like this podcast, to share it, and to even comment, because here's what happens more people are able to find it as you guys talk about it and even just click that little like button beside it. And we love being on this journey with each and every one of you. So listen, reach out, let us know what you want to hear about. We have some incredible episodes continuing on the way. We're going to do another one with Holly because her story just even of transition from one ministry to the next and in that transition season is so powerful. You guys don't want to miss it and know this. We are praying for you and cannot wait to continue community and conversation with women in worship.